Welcome back, everybody. On this week's show, we're doing Disney news and lots of it. Uh, that news is going to take place from the East Coast to the West Coast and uh, also places in between and all throughout the Disney universe. After that, we're going to be doing a discussion with Cameron about uh, a show that he recently attended, and that show was the 75th anniversary of Pinocchio. Along with that, we will be doing some audio from the event, and we'll finish things out from there. Enjoy. This is show 313 for the week of February 16th, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Welcome back, everybody, and we're back with the entire gang again this week. Say hello, gang. Hello, gang. Hello. Hey. All right, good. We hear everybody, and everybody sounds happy. I, uh, I follow directions better than anybody else. Yeah, just, you do. I know that. Literally. It's just the old literally. guys, Roy, you and I. It's just That's the old right. guys. We follow directions really good, so really well. My wife will smack me for saying that. I'll shut up now. <laughs> okay. Watch your grammar. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, the grammar yeah. Nazis is close. She's close by me, so... Anyway, okay, so what we're tackling this week, we're going to actually go down through a lot of news that's come out uh, that uh, has to do with Disneyland and uh, Disney World. And then we're going to wrap this thing up by doing uh, some audio and also talking a little bit about uh, something that Cameron just attended in Disneyland. It was an AP, or Annual Pass Holders event, for uh, the showing or viewing of... Uh, wow. Of Pinocchio's 75th anniversary. So, uh, and uh, we'll get into that more later. There was actually a discussion that happened, and that's what you'll hear in the audio. So, anyway, all right, here we go, guys. So, uh, we're just going to run down through this news, and you guys can just chat along with maybe what you've heard. Uh, has anybody heard first about the uh, uh, direct-to-room check-in that they've started doing again? I saw a little blurb about that. That that should be nice if it actually works. Yeah. Didn't they do this once before? They started this, and... It was a test once before, I thought, with uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. I don't recall ever seeing it. but well, Okay, so they're saying right now it's already available at uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge in Jumbo House and Kidani. Uh, Art of Animation, Contemporary, at the, including the Bay Lake Tower, Polynesian uh, Pop Century, Port Orleans, Riverside, Port Orleans, French Quarter. And it will be available next, February 25th. Uh, at the Boardwalk Inn, Grand Floridian, Wilderness Lodge, and the Yacht and Beach Club. And the last rollout will be March 10th. And that'll be at All-Star Sports, All-Star Music, All-Star Movies, Caribbean Beach, uh, Coronado Springs, Old Key West, and Saratoga Springs. And I will be at Old Key West, so I'm going to check this out. Um, so what you have to do to become registered for this is you have to make sure that your uh, room is completely paid for and booked prior to arriving. You have to make sure that you have your magic band on when you arrive, and then you also have to make sure that they're, they've been given a, a credit card and a PIN number when you register online, when you do your online check-in. And then supposedly then they'll send you an email back giving you your room number information and everything, and in you go. So wow. how do you guys feel about this? I see one disadvantage right off the bat, and that is, say you arrive and you want to request a certain area, well, can't mm -hmm. do that. You know what I mean? Right. There's no 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 chance to move to a different building or a different floor. Or so. I want to be close to the pool, or I want to be right. close to the whatever, or you know whatever now, it is. And I'll, I'll be honest with you though, um, I did just have to uh, when I first requested the um, Old Key West, I've 
like an idiot, forgot that, you know, Connor was going to be with me and we needed an accessible room. And then all of a sudden it hit me, well, these things can be on second and third floors. There's not mm-hmm. elevators in every right. building. Mm-hmm. And so I called them back and they were great to just make a switch. So, yeah, I sure. guess that's a good tip that if you do want to do this online check-in and, and you want to go straight to your room, make sure that you have the room that you want ahead of time. Or at least try because not, not in every instance can you get the room that you want. So – um, anyway, I like that. I think it. I think it'll work out. I like um, it. If you don't know the property very well, then you probably would want to stop in the lobby or something and actually pick up a map to the property. Uh, some places like Coronado Springs could be a nightmare to figure you out know, where you're going. Yeah, they gotta be able to. They gotta send you a map. I mean, come on. Like when I'm sure that's in the in the email. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, too. It used to be. Sometimes I always felt like going to the desk. Maybe would get you to where you could check in earlier. They would give you your room. And now could it be just to where they say, well, yeah, you're checking times four o'clock. And even if your room's ready, they're not going to tell you until four o'clock. Right. Technically, I guess if they're going to send the email, then you might know it ahead of time if they send you the email early. Yeah. Do they text you then the day? You know, I think that they will text you. Yeah. If you give them that information. That makes sense. Because, I mean. And that's that's what they did even when the. uh, When Cameron and I were there, they took my number and texted me. But of course, Mm -hmm. it was still like four o'clock i think by the time they texted me and let me know yeah so one way or the other it just seems like that's kind of the direction they're heading in there's not going to be any more of this hey you're getting into your room early at least not on the deluxe side um i know with the the um all stars and with pop century uh it was no problem we still got a room early uh correct cameron when you and i checked in we got the room early right away yeah you know what i wonder if this will help with the separate checkouts because that was a problem. With the separate what? Checkouts. With oh. us. Remember they screwed it up like twice? Yeah, like yours was a mess, I remember. Just as far yeah. as uh, Magical Express and flight times and all that. For some reason, the Magic Band couldn't handle two different checkouts in two different days. Right. So they, they kept having mine on your day. And then it's weird because they had it on your date on my – it was a past date. I didn't even understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was still in the room. Yeah. So it was just weird. I had to keep, I had to keep going up to the lobby. And, uh, well, I remember. Fixes. Yeah, it was constant. They just yeah. couldn't seem to get it, get it right. Uh, you spent, <laughs> you spent probably a good an hour. Well, you'd think that people and... would have separate checkouts. You'd think that'd be a normal thing. Yes, yeah. it's not. Okay. Well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, I will try it just so that I can say that I did and see how it works. I'll be. So, did kid. you say that it sounds like it's going to be available everywhere by, by like March mid March? March 10th will be the March last 10th? rollout. Okay. And cool. you're staying, where are you staying at? Uh, we're the first night we're at beach club. And then after post cruise, we're at old Key West. Yeah. So you're, you're easily in there. Cause you're not going to be there until like June, July, June, right. June to July. Yeah. Correct. And so I'll be the first one to Guinea pig. And then it's going to be Adam. Correct. Adam. Yep. And then, uh, and then Roy in the heat of the uh, summer, you'll get to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's all kinds of fun little things coming up for Cameron. So before we feel like uh, you know, Cameron. Oh no no no! Don't feel bad for me. There's going to be wonderful things coming up. Oh yeah. All right. Next thing: uh, construction permits have been filed for a new Adventureland Veranda restaurant. Have you guys heard about this? Nope. I did no. see a little thing on this. Yes. Okay. Uh, the most that I mean, it's just permits that have been filed. That veranda, I guess, has been closed since '94. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they're saying right now the most I've been able to figure out is that. The theming of the restaurant will be uh, kind of like the theming of um, Jungle Cruise. Hmm. So I don't know exactly what that means. Oh, I do. Do Rainforest you? Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's right. wrong. Hey, Rain. there's four Rainforest Cafes on property now. There we oh, go. Man. Oh, that's great. There's that's one great. in every park. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Uh, well, more see. like more like Trader Sam's, right? Oh yeah, well they'll have that already in Polynesian. So no, but like it'll be kind of like that. Yeah, like I hope that would be great person. to have something with even a little more flair that's actually in the parks. Uh, you know what? That's actually pretty good, Cameron. That could that could be something like it. When is that open? I forgot. What Trader Sam's? They haven't given yeah. a date yet. Oh, alright. Yeah, I figure it'll open by this summer. Yeah. Cool. So. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll be open in April. I'll go over and check it out. All right. Next thing is the Richard Petty driving experience and the exotic car driving experience is leaving uh, is leaving the park. And uh, 
Does anybody remember? I'm looking through the article here to see when that's going to happen. Oh, okay. Closure uh, is going to be June 28th. Summer. Yeah. And so has anybody gone to this? I've never done it. I've, I've wanted to, but never never made it. Obviously, I haven't because I asked you where it was even at. I know. Where is that? <laughs> I remember hearing it one time, but I, I don't know. I couldn't remember where. Magic it is, it, is it like yeah. by the gas station? Yeah, it's, it's right in the in the parking lot almost, just the uh, yeah. yeah. south side of the parking lot. Okay, and have you guys heard? Uh, Roy, you asked me, and I threw in a big shopping complex or something at the time. But yeah, I read up on it a little more. around about it. I, I don't know. I mean, it, no, they're talking about there could be a north entrance into Magic Kingdom, and that's why they're doing this. North huh. entrance. Yeah. Hmm. So. So they'd have another parking but lot. But that's on the, the south. But that's on the south side of. The well, yeah. yeah, but the, to to make for parking and something else, they were they had to clear this section of the lot uh-huh. out. Huh. So I don't know. If this one's like really, uh, once again, not a whole lot of information out there for it. So uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what they do since it's closing June twenty eighth. It's going to be quite some time, I would think, before they even have that ready prep that that area prepped and ready for anything. I would think so. Okay, let's see here. Uh, ticket prices are about to go up. Has everybody heard about this yet? Saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, 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 isn't it pretty regular, right? Yeah, 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 it is. Usually, and they're saying probably near the end of this month, February. Uh, is but, that more about single day tickets than they said everything? Tickets? Everything across the board is going to go up about four yeah. percent. Wow. And so you're talking about that's going to push uh, the common um, annual pass to about seven hundred bucks. Getting there anyway, and 105, I think, for a one-day ticket before taxes. Yeah. So, yeah, if you haven't bought your tickets, get out there and get them. Right, Adam? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Uh, okay, Star Wars at Sea. I don't want to keep um, asking. Uh, so this this sounds cool. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, have you guys read about this already? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like a brand new day-long celebration aboard eight special sailings on the Disney Fantasy. Uh, Let's see here. It's occurring one day during each uh, of eight Disney Fantasy sailings. Star Wars at Sea will transport guests to a galaxy far, far away. It's regular stuff. All in the Western Caribbean. The event features a full day of Star Wars celebrations, including uh, a deck party. Uh, meet and greets with favorite characters, Star Wars-themed youth activities, unique food and beverage offerings, and special merchandise. How fast do you think this thing's going to sell out? Uh, pretty quick. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. It's so. it's only one cruise? That's what oh, – okay. No, right now, no, it's one day on yeah. the cruise. So let's oh, okay. See. Okay, the Star Wars Day at Sea will be on Disney Fantasy Cruises sailing on January 9th, 23rd, February 6th, 20th, March 5th, and the 19th. Uh, April 2nd, 16th, and those are all happening in 2016. So don't feel like, hey, I've already missed out on you know the January. Oh, after so the movie. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So Of course, yeah. So I, I think these things will sell out in uh-huh, the moment. That's right. I didn't I just, I'll be that. curious to see how much the price goes up to where that cruise would normally be into the Western Caribbean to where now mm-hmm. you know, you're doing it with the Star Wars characters. Because it's got to cost more with the entertainment and stuff. I I'm yeah, just to pay the entertainment. Yeah. yeah, I would think. All right, uh, this one I'm going to let Adam run on a little bit, and that's uh, Spider-Man joining the Marvel team. Did this yeah, take, I... take anybody by surprise? Yes. Nope. No, I took me by surprise. No, I was watching some rumors. People were talking about it, just, and it mainly mm-hmm. led from the, uh, I guess, Sony's main person who was in charge of spider-man one of their executives just left and so pretty much as soon as that executive left this was a rumor to be happened and yeah so interesting it's gonna be huge you know what's very interesting too i was talking to co-workers uh no money exchange at all that's what i heard you know it's got to be box office or something i know so essentially what it ha- is happening is um, Marvel mm. and Sony will get together on any Spider-Man stuff to talk creatively where they want to go in the direction. But whoever is doing the movie trumps that. So, for instance, um, Spider-Man in the Avengers or something like that, obviously Marvel trumps it. 
and Sony doesn't have a say except for their opinion. And the same thing on Spider-Man movies. So Marvel still doesn't have an overall, um, what do you want to call it? They don't own <laughs> all the rights to it still in the movie because they're still licensing it through Sony. But um, yeah, it's interesting to think of it that way. The only thing I can hope is that Kevin Feige can really pull his, you know, his normal whatever he does to make Marvel movies awesome and make them all work together and uh hopefully sony will just follow along with it and it'll be good so you know they've got to already have an idea in mind of what they're going to using it, use him for yeah there's no way yeah, this I'm, just happened I'm, overnight that's crazy that they did that yeah so I, is it because the last movie did so bad that's is what that i'm why? thinking i'm thinking spider-man the franchise is kind of uh uh sucking wind right now and i think well, that sony was just to the point did, of did, okay what, what do we do because aren't they re- are they recasting him? Yes. Yes. Oh, they are. Yep. Yep. Some people were asking for Tobey Maguire to come back. No. Yeah, it's not going to happen. They no. said they were, they would probably no. cast they'll cast somebody altogether different, and I oh. think they need that to kind of give it its own twist. Yeah, hmm. it'll. It's weird because it's like a the third reboot of Spider Man, pretty much. So, um, with that said, I'm sure that Kevin Feige and Marvel's going to say. All right, let's forget the backstory. Everyone pretty much knows the backstory. Let's just start at some point. And one of my coworkers had a good good idea. He said, you know, it's going to be kind of weird if it was some 15-year-old or whatever, teenager Spider-Man dealing with his girlfriend issues, fighting with, um, you know, uh, Iron Man, who's got, he's got his own issues, which is complete adult issues. You know, he's, he's a drunk. He's got whatever life issues because his heart is messed up or whatever obviously that's kind of fixed now but you know just the the thought of that is just a weird mix it's like spider-man is like a wuss compared to all these other guys you know or something so uh but anyway yeah you're right you're right though he is yeah he's different than the others like he tends to have like the childhood problems and not kind of like iron man and the rest of them who seem to have adult problems that they've still had going on in their lives so yeah now if they bring up spider-man 20 years later where he's been doing this for a long time and he's not a teenager well they said in the storyline that i read that they were going to bring him back uh, as a school age kid oh okay in school to begin with well let's face it i mean if you start him out a little younger then you can you can you know spin these things out for the next 20 years sure and with the same person if you start him young enough i mean we're talking like harry potter all over so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I I, I trust that, that the direction they go in will be a good one. Um, you know what? I'm just going to, too. I didn't have this in my notes. But uh, you, have you guys been watching Agent Carter? Yep. Yep. I okay. caught a little bit of an episode the other night. I've thought, for the first I, time. Agent Carter, to me, has been even better than uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Kind of waiting on Netflix to pick it up so yeah. I can watch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, they tend to not do it till the season is fully yeah, over. You're so. right. Yeah, yeah I've, I've actually been the first season of Shield, and so now I'm I gotta sit waiting. back and wait for the other one. I've yeah. been watching it off of a website that Connor knows of. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, but anyway, I I see like it seems like uh, a lot of what's going on with that part. And with having Howard Stark there is going, could actually um, set up the future of what's going to happen with Tony Stark and Iron Man. I get that feeling anyway that you're going yeah. to you're going to see a lot of that stuff come together. So, and it'll set up the storyline for where Iron Man's going to either get out of the suit or whatever he becomes. But I know that Robert Downey Jr. is not he does not want to be in that suit anymore. Yeah. And so we'll see. Um, one other thing. Um... The dude from Ant Man, I forget his name. Paul not Rudd. The, not Paul Rudd, but the scientist. Who, Michael Douglas. Yeah, whatever his character is, yeah. whatever Michael H- Douglas. Hank Pym. Yeah, there Hank you go. Pym. Hank Pym. Yep. So Hank Pym worked with Howard Stark. So, oh. Yeah. Go go figure on that connection. Do you so. know that they wanted to film that movie a long time ago, like twenty five years ago, with Michael Douglas as oh, wow. Hank Pym? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and so. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was cool that they actually brought him back into it, even though you know they didn't film it 25 years ago. They they managed to pull Michael Douglas back into it. Yeah. Huh. 
Okay. Hey, you know, I'm okay. looking at the the dates for all the movie releases. I just saw this Evangeline Lilly, who is uh, Kate from Lost. Yeah, tomorrow. She's, uh, she's an Ant Man. Oh, so. that was Ant Man. Oh, cool. yeah, nice. Yeah. Interesting. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have Tomorrowland on the brain. Oh, Tomorrowland. Yeah. Do you want the uh, dates for these? Just to yeah, because they all moved, right? Yes, they all moved. Yeah. Well, most of them. The Avengers movies didn't move. But oh, and by the way, Daredevil is coming out on Netflix April 10th. Did, I did see uh, that. Is that in your news, or have you guys talked, heard that? No, heard I don't have that. that. No, so if you want to throw that in. Daredevil, Marvel's Daredevil's exclusively Netflix TV series. I think it's 13 episodes, released April 10th. So it's um, That was last film with Ben Affleck. Yeah, this is a reboot yeah, of that's it, good. I think. So that's good. Um, anyway, uh, uh, May 1st, Avengers. We have July 17th, Ant-Man. And then after that, things kind of started to change. Uh, May 6th, 2016, Captain America Civil War. November 4th, 2016, Doctor Strange. May 5th, 2016, Guardians 2. And then the Spider-Man movie, July 28th, 2017. And then everything after that gets bumped back. So following November, Thor, uh, 2017. May 2018, Avengers Part 1, Infinity War Part 1. And it continues after that. But anyway, all those got bumped back. So, um, and that's all because of Spider Man. All because of Spider Man. That's yep. really interesting. Yep. Now, are they going to make another standalone? Then is that what they're doing? Yes. Yeah. Spider- oh, cool. Yeah, Spider Man standalone is, has a date, July twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Oh, that is so crazy. Wow. So, that's soon, even. See, they've yes. had to. They've had to have known this was going to happen. Have movie studios always done that? Had like a date this far ahead of time? Yes, because it it took them. It takes like three years to make a movie. So. Oh, okay. Somebody had don't... to have had the storyline already written in. Yeah, if you don't I, have the date, you you're hosed. Like basically, yeah, it's like okay. it's kind of like a construction where you have an opening of a building and you got a back, you know. Oh, it's okay. great too. Let's face yeah. it. I mean, you're creating anticipation that's going to yeah. happen three and four and five years away. That's that's pretty sure. good because I I don't even think about that stuff. That's pretty cool. So anyway, the announcement is that Spider-Man will appear in some movies before his movie on the twenty in twenty seventeen. Oh man, I so, hope he's on the PS of Avengers. That'd be crazy. Yeah. The uh, I think it's official. It's gonna be May sixth, the twenty sixteen, which is Captain America: Civil War. Um, I'm not sure if he'll have a major role in it. He might have like a side role or something, maybe. Well, have you know. have you read the comic? Has anybody read the comic? Uh, I haven't read it, but I've. I'm uh, you, you guys all should read it. It's actually really good. It's a yeah. really good comic. And Spider Man's a huge part of it, actually. It's very yeah. So so he he is. I thought I remembered you telling me that. When we were uh, hanging out there in Florida, Cameron, we talked about this, and I'm pretty sure you told me then that Spider-Man. <laughs> we were talking was... about it in Islands of Adventure because okay, that's yep. what they were. Because that's yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because we saw Captain America out front greeting people. But and, and the green and the Green Goblin. Yes, Spider-Man. that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's very just seems kind of odd, but um, hey, it works. Sure. Okay, uh, I had some other park news, but I'm just going to leave that out. There's a little bit of stuff there about. Uh, uh be our guest uh reservations now beginning february 25th so you can do that through my disney experience so uh good luck if you want to get those you better be at it on february the 25th for lunch the lunch range for lunch mm-hmm. correct yep. for lunch and i i would recommend it i think cameron would also recommend it to anybody that lunch was great mm-hmm. oh, yeah, was so awesome. yeah if you can squeeze it in if you can pull it off to get that reservation i would say do it it's a it was a great, relaxing time. Really took you out of the parks. So, okay, um, we're gonna head off to Disneyland now. Uh, Disneyland Condor Flats is being flattened, or has been already. Yep. And speculation was, and Cameron actually came up with this. I think on a show a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this uh, that he thought it could be. Uh, they're gonna call it was it Grizzly 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 Peak Airfield. Okay. Uh, but then Cameron said, well, couldn't they model this or theme this after Planes, Fire, and Rescue? Have you seen well, that? I, I got to give people on Twitter credit because they, they had said something, and I okay. looked at some artwork, and it looked really good. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's I – mean, I, I don't remember who it is, unfortunately. So if anybody's listening, you can just tell me. Who it is. Well, I know like uh, – what is this? Uh, Mouseinfo.com actually has a whole write-up on it. So it may have oh, been okay. them. Maybe I stuff. read that or something. I mean, they actually did a full write-up and showed even in drawings what it could look like. By the way, that the um, that land is mapped out in the movie and how it would fit into Grizzly Peak and all that. So, um, also, yeah, with that, they're retheming 
Soren, I should let you just tell this, Cameron. This is no. Go point. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So they are retheming Soren in California. They've gutted it. Uh, it's going to have a new screen put in it. It's no longer going to be called Soren over California. It will just be called Soren. And so if even for Cameron, this is going to be a whole new experience. And believe it or not, Cameron just told me the other night he would actually go into this again <laughs> now that it's been rethemed. And- nice. Well, you think yours was old because ours was even older than your guys'. You know yeah. what I mean? So it looks really bad at the end. Wow. Yeah. So it's still the hangar, but that's about the only thing that's left. And so I, I don't. I, I told Cameron, him and I had a conversation, I think today about this, and I said I think that uh, that they could actually. A lot of people had speculated that you won't see the new movie for Soren in in the California one for the 60th, starting on uh, May the 22nd, because the promise was is that you would the first rollout for Soren would happen in Shanghai, but now Shanghai's yeah. been pushed back another year. And on top of that, the Shanghai one is supposed to be uh, like soaring over that area of the world. And so that's a way to get by with it. So I think that there's a good chance on May 22nd when this thing reopens, which is amazing in its own right, that they're going to have it open that quickly, um, that you could see a whole new movie and everything there. So definitely good stuff. I, I'm i anxious for that to happen. I love soaring. So, uh, and but- I love the fact that Cameron has to go on it again just to tell me about it. What about the Florida version? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do they have their own? Supposedly, in the Florida version, they're going to build another theater. That's the plan. And then the new movie will go in. Okay. Will it be its own movie, too? Yeah. it's Because well, I heard they did a, a flyover. Technically, like it's supposed Epcot. to be like Soren over America, but they'll just kind of call it Soren. And so, you know what would be cool is if they could take one each direction. One goes from Florida to California. The other one goes from California to Florida. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. But we'll see. Might be a kind of difficult for them to uh, to pull that one off. All right, this uh, next bit of news is huge, really. And that's Carrie Fisher is coming to Disneyland Star Wars Celebration. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try and go to this. Did you hear about this, guys? Mm-mm. You did? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay, I thought this was, this was huge news. At first, I thought that she was going to be coming to uh, Star Wars Weekends. But no, they're going to get her in California. And she'll be there on April the 16th through the 19th. Uh, and so, wow, I can't only imagine. Uh, wait, are, are tickets on sale now, then? Um, let's see here. I don't think that they are. Okay. Isn't isn't this just for Star Wars Celebration, though? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. a celebration. It's but I'm, same, yeah. I'm sure they'll have to give out tickets or do something. It's more like a convention, I think. Right? Yeah, it's the convention. They do it every year. Okay. Do they see? Because I, think... I didn't even, I didn't know it's that. It's usually not as big at all. Usually, it, all the attention goes down to Florida. I think, I'm pretty sure it was... Year, wasn't it in England last year? Oh, maybe yeah. I think that's I think what it was, was in England last year. So Monday is it not changed. the same? Is it not in the same place every year? Then I'm, I don't think so. Unless okay. I'm thinking of unless there's a different unless they have one in every area. I don't remember, but I thought I remember. I know there was a celebration in England last year. Like may have been in the summer, but anyway. I'm just reading through this here, trying to see. Uh, Anthony Daniels, C three, no, not C three PO, R two D two. Is also going to be there. Oh, Kenny, no. Kenny Baker? Is that? Is, no, Kenny Baker oh, is yeah, okay, R2D2. You're right. You're right. C3PO is, is Anthony okay. Daniels. And he's C3PO. going to be there also. That's what I'm seeing. I'm just following oh, through the that story. Was cool. So they're both going to be there. I just, man, the fact that Carrie Fisher is going to be there, I thought was huge news. Um, I think it would be great if she would come to Star Wars weekends because, and then if they could get well, you, her. You guys her, did get Mark Hamill. Though. We got. I would love to see both of them come back again. Hamill, have have either of you guys have any of you guys watched the interview that was put up with Mark Hamill from no. last year's? Oh, really? I can't tell you. Enough. Go out and watch it. It was so much fun to just watch and listen to him talk. He was very just kind of normal. Seemed very relaxed. Seemed to have a good time with the audience. And for somebody who hasn't done anything like that in forever, I mm-hmm. thought maybe he might be nervous. Man, he just had a good such a good time. He seemed to just really just enjoy. Kind of getting a chance to just say what he wanted, you know, to the crowd and everything, and seemed to really appreciate the fact of, of people showing up, and of course supporting Star Wars and what he's done, you know, 30 years ago mm-hmm. even. Uh, okay, and on this uh, Star Wars celebration, it says for detailed information on how the autograph area will work at celebration and to purchase advance sale autograph coupons, go to www.officialpixpix.com. Oh, it's okay. It's one of these. It is a convention. It's like a convention. Yes. Yeah. 
so yeah yeah it seems to be like a convention type thing so anyway i thought that was huge news i think that um yeah i think that i would love to get out there around that time and see it i don't think it's going to happen because i'll i'll still be in fact i i'm in florida at that point and so there you go uh cameron that one's going to be all up to you i got a bunch of friends that actually want to go so we'll try and do it okay and let's see here next to luigi's flying tires is getting booted out of uh, <laughs> uh, Cars Land. And have you guys heard the old story on this? Let's like how it. hard it is to keep open and everything? Yeah, no, they... but I remember the original Disneyland story of what this attraction based off, and I was interested in hearing more. So, um, I, It might have been Mouse Info. But, uh, there was a good uh, article on it, and they had said, like, when Iger first wrote it, he was like, okay, he went up to the guys, like, you have to, do, you have to change this, and they tried to do whatever they could. They tried, you know, the beach ball thing. Then there was lawsuits for the beach balls, and they right. said that's the most, like, because the way you get off the ride, it's the most, like, sued ride in the entire park. Yeah, it's very More dangerous. Than, yeah. A, lot, a lot of trip hazards. and Yeah, and it's crazy because it's just little stuff kind of like that. <clears throat> well, the load time on it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't get any weights. Nobody goes on it, and that's the bigger problem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, so the last day for this will be uh, February 16th. And this is the 13th when we're recording this, so just a few days, and it will be gone. Uh, it looks like they're going to open up another Cars type it, This ride. sounds really cool. The new one sounds cool. Yeah, what all have you heard about it, Cameron? Uh, that it's a Wi-Fi-enabled RFID Cars, like, and there's, like, there's trackless, so they just go wherever. Awesome. So they are going to yeah. actually put trackless into a park. Yep. All right, and it says this will open in early 2016, so... Cameron will be there to get all of the lowdown for it. All right, uh, let's see here. I'm looking to see if there's anything else that I haven't done. I got some news. Like okay. the castles, the castle will be opening May 3rd. That's the official date, so it's going to be before the. So what's the, I've heard so many stories about the castle that it's going to be painted uh, back to the blue color, like a baby. It, it actually color. is painted gray right now because they had to take the scrim off of it yesterday because of Santa Ana winds. So. They looked at it and all the pink was gone. It's completely not pink anymore. Oh, okay. So and so they probably are going to paint it back to then the original kind of blue or whatever color that it yeah. was. That's interesting. So you know gonna... what? I, I will I will tweet a photo right now because I see one. Okay. And, and it's the castle and it's gray again. And so basically, I'm going to put up uh, as we're recording this. It's going to go up over this weekend, and that's a construction video that. Uh, Several of them that Cameron has filmed, yeah, and basically the wall, Disneyland. The walls is, of the park. Well, Disneyland's closed. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be. <laughs> I mean, there's not much of anything open there right now. Um, wow. I mean, you filmed what was it? Splash was down. And Critter Country's down. Not Critter Splash. Country is down. Yeah, Peter Pan was down. Small World's down. Uh, Small World just reopened though. Oh, okay, good. Yep. And so, have you have you seen any pictures of it? Have you? Small World. Yeah. I mean, did uh, anything... the, well, the ride's open. The outside's not done yet. Okay. So, I don't know. So, I think they just took down all the Christmas stuff from the inside. The outside's being painted for the 60th. Okay. I think there's yeah. more to it, though, too. That they're actually putting in cameras and lighting and all that stuff to support uh, this... Uh, what's it called again? We just did it on that show, like, oh, Forever. The, the 60th Fireworks. Yeah, they're going to put projections on that. It's the, called, like, Disneyland Forever. Everywhere. Isn't that what it is? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, anybody's uh, wanting to get out to Disneyland, this will be the time to do it. About, uh, what, July 17th, right? You don't want to go on July 17th. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the birthday. It's going to be crazy. And I heard on May 22nd it's supposed to be a 24-hour party, so it's, it's going to be insane. Okay, well, yeah, let's hope that it goes over that. I had a speculation here that that's going to be over Memorial Day weekend, which is when they always do the 24-hour party. This thing... Okay, so the the everything kicks off on May the twenty second. I think that's is, the weekend after. Is it? Right? Yeah, I think they want to hit two weekends in a row. That's what I think it is. Okay. See, I thought it was the same weekend. I don't does, know. Does Memorial Day happen on like the twenty fifth? I thought it was before. Yeah, I'll look it up. I'll tell you. Okay. Well, my speculation, I'll just throw it out there, and if I'm wrong, then Adam can tell me. That I'm on the wrong weekend. Monday the 25th is yeah. Memorial Day. Oh, right. so it is. Oh and my so gosh. I thought if they opened this place, actually, and uh, on, crazy. at normal time on the 22nd, 
they basically could run 60 hours straight for the 60th anniversary and close them on, well, close and then reopen for regular business on that Monday morning. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Isn't that All crazy? right, well, <laughs> I will be going the weekend after this, gentlemen. So expect, yeah, Come expect on. A, a week a week late video. It'll be all right. Come on, Come on man. We're gonna send <laughs> you. A, we're gonna send you a special sleeping bag. So unless you, you want, unless you want photographs of people's heads. And yeah. people's <laughs> I heard it's it's. I heard it's not busy at 6 a.m. That's the best time to go. Like after oh. they start, you know. Really? Oh, you know what? I might try that because I wake up at that time. I've always like, thought about doing that. Like they say, oh, the 3 a.m. is uh, at least the people I heard that went to the last Disney World one. They said 3 a.m. is horrible, but pretty much at six and seven when everyone's leaving is when it's a great because yeah. everyone's leaving and you know there's, only, would, there's only so much you can take. That's what about I'm you, Roy? You think you'd want to do this? Oh, I'd give it a try. Yeah, I just man, this is like a once in well every 60 year event. Honestly, yeah, I think I'd, I'd have to. I don't know if if anybody even thinks like something like that's going to happen, they'll book every room up in the entire park. Hey, I have a house. It's only eight minutes away. And there you go. Moments. I'll be there. <laughs> You'll be sorry. And, and just driving there is like your first ride, so it'll be cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> no true. It is. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I think that we've hit pretty much uh, everything that I wanted to as far as news. And so, uh, Cameron, uh, how about you take us through um, the P- Pinocchio 75th anniversary? What you said, what you saw while you were there, and what was the purpose of this thing? Um, well, this was set up, I think, through Twitter or something. I saw a tweet, so I just clicked on the link, and then you sign up. And it's pretty much one of those things where you have to sign up right away or get sold out. It's, and you had to be an annual pass holder. Yes, correct. And, and they allowed, do allowed certain to things like this throughout the year. I think for like you know anniversaries. Yeah, they always do weeks. stuff like this for annual pass holders in California. I know. Florida. You guys don't get. Area. You guys don't do this, really? No, we get like. No, a, we don't. We don't get treated that special. No, the latest oh. was they gave uh, previews of Cinderella. Uh, that was it. <laughs> we have. We, buy, we, we, have. We, we can buy special pins. <laughs> there. Yeah, you can buy something. Yeah. You can get. Wait. Hey. Wait. You can get into Wonders of Life though. There you go. Well, True. I'm going. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. I, I plan to do that soon. I'm going to dance <laughs> through that place. Anyway. Um, okay, so uh, technically, uh, you were allowed to bring a guest into this? Uh, yes, but they had to be a pass holder, too. Oh, so your sister's a pass holder? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, so I knew your sister was there crunching on the popcorn with you the whole time? Oh, man. And everybody else, too, because it wasn't okay. just us. Yeah, so the joke- I was actually trying to keep quiet because I was going to make all my noise during the movie. But well, you, you, and know, you said everybody you actually, else is starving when they get down there. Like, <laughs> what? You know what I mean? So when Cameron first sent me this audio, I started listening to it, and I kept hearing this odd crinkling, and it would never stop. And so I said to him, what is the crinkling? And then he but explained. Th- it is me. cool that they give you stuff. What's cool is like they have this event set up, and then they scan your card, and then they give you – there was a set of cards they give you, kind of little lithograph cards of Pinocchio. So you got like five of those. And then they give you a water or soda and then like a popcorn. So then you go sit down. Everybody gets one. So they actually gave you something. Yeah. Oh dear. That's pretty cool. I don't know what to think. Well, honestly, they they've done that every time. Because at the they did that for Big Hero Six. They gave us a little like a toy, like a big toy. It was pretty big actually. That a was, backpack. It wasn't the cup, was it? No, that's okay. that was something else. That's something you had to buy. No, but they they usually do give out some sort of item at each of these things. I think. Okay, and so then they had uh, some guys there to do like a discussion. Yes, there was a panel before it, and it was really cool because it was Tim O'Day. Do you guys know who he is? I've heard the he name. Got, he got a huge pop when they introduced his name, and I was like, I don't even know who this guy is. Tim I, O'Day. Yeah, I've heard the name. Okay. It was him, and it was Andreas Deja, one of the animators, one of the best animators that they have at Disney. He animated – he designed Gaston, Scar, who else? Yzma, just a bunch of the villains. He's a really good animator. So they sat up there and they talked about it. This is what kind of what you're going to hear. And you, you pulled the crinkly noise back, right? As much as I could, yeah. Okay. And so just – Because unfortunately you know. the popcorns were closer than the speakers obviously because mm-hmm. the speakers were like on the other side of the room. And yeah, and so – yeah. Everybody with popcorn is like sitting right next to me. So. I'm still messing with it some. <laughs> so um, yeah. It's so but it's – I mean the problem yeah. is is because the, the crinkling is, is – a much higher pitch than everything else and so when you're trying to bring in all of the speaking and trying to you know turn the treble down turn it down yeah 
<laughs> yeah, and and then everybody will sound like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll sound like yes. it did 75 years ago. Yes, exactly. Well, there you go. It'll fit. There we go. That works. I'll put some static in over Great it. Great quality. Yeah. No, I'll well, play like that. Hopefully you up. can hear it. I can this, play this that. Won't, this will not happen at D23 when I'm getting those recordings. There'll be no popcorn. Yeah. He says, listen, I said to Cameron, I think it was a diabolical thing on Disney's part to keep all the podcasters from coming in and re- getting a good recording of the event. Could so, be. Well, I'll tell you, though. I mean, so. Yeah, the the audio that I'm going to play is between like probably, well, I think it's between 12 and 20 minutes around there, as long as I can use it all. But uh, the guy who will finish this thing out, he came out and he sang right before they played the movie. Yeah, and so he, he sang Wish Upon a Star. Man right? alive, his voice was spot on. It was really good. So if nothing else, if somebody doesn't want to hear the uh, all of the panel. Just fast forward ahead and at least get to that point and listen to his voice. So, great voice. I was shocked. And you're then not gonna, I you're think not we play the whole movie. I did record the whole movie actually. Did you? Really? <laughs> yeah, you did. I won't. I because won't what I did with it at the end is I set the recorder on the floor and just kept it there. Just set it there. Is that because I was I was by a step kind of on the side and the step had a little lift on it. And so the the up. bags of popcorn were that far away and it was still picking them up. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm telling you, I just started laughing after he told me what it was. It made <laughs> I it was horrified because I was like, I can't believe it sounds that loud. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. Anyway, I thought it seemed like a nice event. It was good to hear like these guys speak, and so and you can hear that. Pretty well, you can hear them and their discussion. But most of all, too, listen for the for the guy's voice. And then we, and we have, have a I have uh, a video of it. Right? Yeah, and we have a video out there on the our YouTube site that to where you can watch him from a distance. You can watch him and hear him sing. So anyway, it's really good stuff. So I think it's nice that you know they do that for their pass holders. Um, I wish that they would do it for the pass holders that you know are in Florida. But maybe it's more difficult because not everybody's so local there. Even though I nope. did hear. That the local population in Florida is exploding, and so it's almost becoming an issue now for for the parks. So, isn't that odd? Because mm-hmm. it used to be they had a difficult time getting the locals in Florida to even come in. <laughs> so, it's because they all it's because they all work there. They, yeah, they all work there. Well, I think now though they they do so many festivals and stuff like that that uh, by the time you get the you know pass and you go in, you could actually it's a cheap way to go out and have a date. Mm-hmm. To a point, I mean, and what is it? The annual pass for uh, uh, resident is, I think, four hundred and some dollars, a couple hundred dollars off normal price. Yeah. So. Hey, anyway. I got a question. So, yeah. was you know, being that Avengers coming out had the uh, advertisement, the trailer was with the uh, Pinocchio song in the background and all that. Did you see any Marvel anything to deal with this? No. Cameron? Oh, no. I totally forgot about that. Actually. There's no way they're going to eek any Oh, that would be more. cool. I mean, wouldn't that be cool if there was yeah. some kind of a leak or something? You know what I mean? Yep. But yeah. yeah. I just can't imagine they'll put anything out there like that. Now you're thinking like the Tomorrowland movie. I keep, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I keep thinking like, honestly, if anybody clicked on the little button thing, the pin that came up in the uh, trailer they showed during the Super Bowl, if you watched it online and you clicked on it, it would show you these different pictures of the city. Did did you guys do that? No, no I didn't see that. It actually paused on me, and I saw it, and I was like, "What? What's this? The video's messed up." And then I realized it was actually part of it. So yeah, that was cool. That's but, cool. And it'll give you like two different shots. Last time I checked, so you click on a couple different pins, they would just pop up on the screen. You click huh. on the pin when it would come up on the screen, and it'll go to a whole. It goes ring, and then it shows you this screen, this large picture of the city. And you can move around kind of and look at different things in the picture. I kept thinking, you know how Lindelhoff is with Lost. I kept thinking, there's got to be some clue somewhere in these pictures you can click <laughs> yeah. on and it'll take you to something else. And, yeah. and you know yeah. him, though. Like, he'll mess with you. We listened to enough podcasts with him and Carlton Cuse, Adam and I did on the drive. <laughs> I forgot about that. The Lost oh. podcast. And they always messed with the listeners and, and the viewers. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't doubt that at all that they wouldn't, like, put these pictures up there for, like, you know, whatever, two months, and then all of a sudden one day they become active and you can click on stuff in them and yeah. you know, see different things. That's just kind of their sense of humor. Yeah, so, his famous line was, I remember it, I can neither confirm nor deny that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Oh, we used to be so frustrated, man, yeah. on that ride, thinking we're going to get some 
nugget of information and he would just <laughs> dump on us every and it was over and over and over you think we would have learned i mean this was like years man of just being uh, just having this guy do this to us uh he said what's the smoke monster what is it <laughs> yeah why the why the uh, uh the branding on the shark does anybody yeah. remember that i mean there were so many things that easter eggs that they oh. joked about and it was just part of just messing with people after a while <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well all right so um we will uh, i'm just gonna let the show run out and uh with this audio so as i said if you want to hear it the best part really the discussion is great uh but make sure you listen to the voice there in the end i think the guy does a great job so to an old jiminy cricket tune all right well that's all we got for this week everybody so uh uh, I guess we'll be back again next week. Later. Bye. Thanks. See ya. Now, if that again, be good. <laughs> so if there hadn't been a Snow White, there would not have been a Pinocchio. And we wouldn't be here tonight. Yeah, we wouldn't be here. There'd be no Disneyland. Right. And what, I don't think a lot of people realize that uh, the planning of Pinocchio was concurrent with Snow White. Is that correct? Yeah, you know what? had a long-term plan. He didn't just plan one future. He saw into the future. So Pinocchio was also being planned as Snow White was being drawn. And then same with the others. Bambi was in the early stages. Fantasia. <laughs> and talk to us about the technical advances that they're going to see in Pinocchio tonight. I mean, it's a very technically sophisticated film. Yeah. There's this thing that some of you might have heard uh, called the multi-plane camera. So what that is, uh, you take a basically a flat background and paint different levels and film them away from each other at a certain distance. And then all of a sudden you have certain things out of focus and the most important thing is in focus. And you get this feeling of unexpected death. So why did some of them? No has tons of and it makes it feel almost 3D. Yeah, yeah you're in the movie. But there's the famous shot, which I think we're going to show later, where the camera goes over the direction, over the tower, and you see the, the, the pigeons flying, then through a gate, and sometimes it goes on and on. Really expensive stuff in those days. Yeah, very expensive. Very expensive. Now, Pinocchio is perhaps the most European of all the Disney animated features. Oh. Correct. Yeah, sort of set in the Alps, you know, brings it to a home, and European, the little hat that Pinocchio's wearing is wearing a hat. Yeah. And so Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, much less. So those two films, those first two, Snow White, Pinocchio, very, very European. And uh, they were influenced by many of the European artists who come over to the States before the outbreak of World War II. One of them was a fellow by the name of Gustav Pinkwood. Not an easy name to say. I should be applauded for saying that. Gustav
very elegant and uh, stylish and all that watercolor. Now, I always thought the blue cherry in this shot looked like a very young Debbie Reynolds. But in actuality, this blue cherry owes a lot to Snow White because the live action model of the animation study for Snow White was Marge Champion. And she also modeled for the blue cherry. So she did both of them. Right. This next one's very charming. Yeah, a bunch of school kids probably being, being late, running off. Oh no, they actually going to see the Japan workshop. Yeah, there's the Japan workshop. This next one, by the way, this next piece I'm going to show you has nothing to do with Frozen. Beautiful house. I love this. Look how beautiful that is. And it's little, it's little Pinocchio when he goes back to the final Japan. And then the old model of him too. So yeah. But this, of course, didn't make it into the film. But there are so many, I mean, for a film like this, so many studies growing and paintings done that weren't used. Yeah. This next one, these next images, gorgeous. I love. Look at the lighting on the top piece of concept art. I mean, the, 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 the top piece is not the hours of the feeling of nighttime. As you see in the middle of the painting, it's all of these wonderful night views. And then those illuminated spots the right and left, that has some street lighting on it. This is beautiful. Now here's another good example of that. Little Pinocchio is Stromboli, the, the mean puppeteer. But again, that lighting that you're talking about. It's just gorgeous. And I love that dark foreground element. It gives it a feeling of space. If the thing is closer to you, and the characters are holding them in the back. It's just a masterpiece. Now, for those of you who have seen Pinocchio, you know it's a rather dark film. And when I showed up Grace's next one, he, 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 he said, oh my gosh, it looks like a horror movie. It does, look at this. Hitchcock. Animated Hitchcock. I mean, Danny Grant. Animated Hitchcock. But they didn't shy away from showing really scary things. Yeah. Because at one point, it's okay to scare kids. Once in a while, it's not as long as the ending turns out well. Right, absolutely. I love this one over here. Yeah. Pinocchio in the water. And one of the great things about Pinocchio, watching the effects animation of Pinocchio when he's underwater, and how they make that illusion of water over the cells and everything, all, and all these bubbles and all, and every wave, all of that is hand-drawn and hand-painted by a great number of artists. So it's really a hand-crafted film. Yeah, it's very much so. Now, to get to the backgrounds, these are oh. kind of fun. Uh, uh, these things remind me of like a Rembrandt painting. You know, they have the integrity and the, the attention to details, like the light, the spotlight effect on these things. That master painting is good. Absolutely. Now, there, there are two Disney legends that work on Pinocchio, uh, among many others. Uh, Bob Coase and Ken Anderson. And if you're familiar with the look of the film Pinocchio, and you go over on Pinocchio's Daring Journey, I, I dare you to see a difference in the art direction. I mean, this whole scene is right. replicated in the effect. It's at the end. It's bottom scene right here. Yeah. And of course, you've got Pleasure Island, which later on into this place. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things. But I want to say one more thing about watercolors. Um, for those of you who might not be artists, but uh, it is the most difficult medium to paint in. But you, you work yeah, he's right. Paper, I cannot handle watercolors. And you have to be perfect. I can't do it. Um, you cannot go back in after it's dry and changing. You have to be perfect. So you start with masters instead. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this next image, speaking of scary, this is a little scary. Yeah. It is. Oh, that's cool. That's a good, that's a cool image. Well, one scary Pinocchio. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> that's where they change him and change his look. Just the staging of this. Something haunting about that. Yeah, so Joe Francis like is one of the earliest like crazy. Um, uh, representations of Pinocchio, and he looks like a scary puppet. Speaking of scary puppets, oh my God. I believe I'm Alma Herder, who was Swiss, who wanted to do the real puppet one And they really uh, wanted to have a Marionette as an animated character. But it doesn't look very appealing. It doesn't look very appealing. No, that's what the puppet is. Look at these drawings and say, yeah, you can see this animated puppet. It's just something missing to it. Well, it looks very stiff. Yeah. It looks fun. Now, is it true that Walt had some footage animated with Pinocchio looking like this? They had a slide of the 
see the, the marionettes moving. And all of that is done by hand, and they had to synchronize everything. But these models really help. Let's take a study of this model and see how this thing moved and wobbled on these wheels, you know, and they just studied all that stuff. Now, the great thing, the other great thing about Pinocchio is some of the, the greatest Disney animators of all time work on Pinocchio. So we have up here, here's, here's uh, some of them. Uh, Fred Moore. Fred Moore was like a young superstar. He was like a, a kid animator. He was barely in his early 20s, you know, when he did this. Uh, Eric Larson. Eric Larson, who was the person who hired him to work as a student in 1980, which is on the side. And, uh, <laughs> but he is there as a young animator doing a Yeah. 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 That's very interesting. Well, there's no doubt that, that Pinocchio is a masterpiece classic film, and over the last cool. 75 years, it has thrilled audiences around the world, and is very much a part of our culture. As a matter of fact, Pinocchio is one of the few animated films that are part of the uh, National Film Registry. It's one of the first, I think. Yeah. Every year, Congress uh, comes out with a list of films that they designate and put on the National Film Registry, basically saying that these films are national treasures. So what you're going to see tonight is considered a national treasure. That's pretty darn cool. It is. That's pretty darn I think cool. once you create a masterpiece, and it turns out so well, it, it, it's for the ages. It'll, it'll stay a masterpiece for all time. Yes. Well, I want to thank you, Andreas, for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Thank you. 